Off the Record, the weekly KOTO public affairs show that offers you, the listener, an opportunity to hear in-depth conversations on community topics and issues that matter. As always, you are encouraged to join the conversation by calling 728-4333. Now here's your host. Good evening, KOTO listeners. Welcome to another installment of Off the Record. I'm your host, Julia Caulfield, and as I mentioned before, we're talking all things ride this evening. Ride Festival is coming up starting this weekend and running for a whole lot of days, 10 days from start to finish. And I am joined by Ride Festival promoter Todd Creel. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, As a reminder, this is a call-in program. So if you have any questions or comments or whatever that might be, give us a call 970-728-4333. Todd, we're, I'm just going to tease it now. We're potentially going to be giving out some tickets later in yes, the hour. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, I do have to ask, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. yeah it's all good. <laughs> you have a festival coming up in just a few what, days, a few days yeah. now. How does it feel? It feels good to, <clears throat> just to know that people will be in town playing live music again, rock and roll music. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, we've kind of touched on that it's going to be a longer festival than usual. I'm sure most people listening already know, but can you just first off give like a little bit of a a brief rundown of what the festival is actually going to look like this year? Sure, I'd be happy to. I mean, when we started planning it back in you know January, February, it was hard to know at that time if there what the state of things would be. So, I um, mean, it wasn't really realistic to set up the whole park with. You know, no touring headliners in July of 2021. So, um, but we love the idea of kind of spreading music around town and letting all the local businesses be the vendors and get some more kind of intimate shows going with people who are just kind of starting back to work again, do a lot of more solo or stripped down type shows as opposed to the big blown out thing. And we do have some great venues in town. So, um, Anyway, the format is two weekends with five days in between. So two, three-day weekends starting this Friday. And then shows uh, scattered throughout town all during the week at a variety of venues. How did you pick the venue? I mean, the venues that you're going to be working out of this year. Obviously, there's some of the ones that we might expect. The Sheridan There's going to be a couple shows at the Palm in the second weekend. But there's some that are a little bit like, oh, I wouldn't necessarily think the Elk think the Elks Lodge, but it works. How yeah. did you figure all those things out? Well, I just thought about all the different cool venues we have, particularly the historic ones, and um, I just love the idea of people being able to drift around from, you know, everything's in such a sh- close proximity. So maybe you go from show to show, maybe you watch the whole set, maybe you drift around. There's, um, it's kind of like a film festival. You know, the shows are staggered and. Um, there's a lot of different options throughout the evening, but it's not a daytime show. It's primarily an adult show. Um, most of the shows start at five 30 and then it'll go late into the night with, you know, late night DJ sets down at the Woodier. And, but we definitely wanted to bring in the sweet Finn hall just cause I've always loved that building. And it's a great room. It's a great performance room. It's got great history. And then we got the Woodier going, we got moon going transfer warehouse, of course, upper house, Palm. And then we've just put a stage in over at the Ride Lounge, so we're excited to get people in there to see that room and see what it sounds like and feels like. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah. What is, what's some of the, again, folks will probably know this to some extent, but um, who's some, who are some of the folks on the lineup uh, this year? Um, well, kind of hosting the show this year, we have Rival Sons, originally from Long Beach, but one of my favorite, you know, current live touring rock bands. And uh, so they're here for both weekends, be playing a variety of sets. And, uh, you know, bring in their special brand of rock and roll. So particularly love J.B. Can, the singer. He's a, he's a rare one. And then we got Warren Haynes playing a couple nights, Acoustic at the Palm, which is special. I've seen the Mule a lot, but um, to get Warren solo will be, I think, make for a really unique couple of evenings. And we got Susan Cope over at the Opera House for three nights. And then a bunch of my favorite rock bands like Gross Hill Drive and From Boulder and the list goes on so and then you know some lesser known names but we always like to bring people that maybe you haven't heard of but when you leave uh, they leave a you know a lasting impression yeah definitely well so throughout this hour we're also going to be playing some music as well from the bands and artists who are going to be here this this year um one of them that's what we'll start off with this is one of those bands actually that i saw in 19 and they really have just stuck with me since then. Black Pistol Fire. Yeah. I don't understand how they can make as much noise as they can, like good music noise, yeah. <laughs> with just two people. It's actually mind-boggling. Um, so let's play a little bit of that, and then we will be back in just one moment. All right. Sounds good.
When it seems there's no end to your troubles, my friend, shine on. When the load seems too great and you suffer the weight, shine on. Just look to the sky, stop wondering why. Hey, you shine on. Cause there's no expectation of endless salvation. Oh, you got to shine on Like a beacon of light in a big endless storm Like the sun up above, so safe and so warm Hold your brothers and sisters in the dark of the dawn Give them the chance to give in Oh, oh, oh shine on Let's all come together Shine on When your brother can't stand Hold out your hand Oh, and shine on Cause if there's one thing I know You reap what you sow So you got to shine
That was Matthew Curry with Shine On. He will be one of the performers at this year's Ride Fest. Um, Todd, we were kind of talking about it a little bit before, but we have all these different venues. There's the Transfer Warehouse, the Ride Lounge, Elks Lodge, Sheridan, Whittier, the Moon. When you're going through, and how, how are you picking who goes where? Like, which artist makes sense for this venue well it's partly based on draw right you want to put the the bands that are going to draw the most or the most people want to see them at our bigger venues and we don't have a lot of big venues then there's the classic opera house which is everyone wants to and should play there but it's only 265 people with the seats out so it's a little bit of a puzzle but um i don't know i winged it (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it worked out well i was looking through um we were talking about it today, and a lot of the the bands, like, when you do hear them, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it just feels like Yola at the Transfer Warehouse makes sense. Black Pistol Fire at the Opera House, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, so Yeah, we try I to think fit the well. artist with the vibe of the venue, for sure. Yeah. Um, I do want to get into some kind of, like, nitty-gritty, Let's how go. is this week going to work? <laughs> um, so... First off, ticketing. People could buy a weekend pass. They could buy for the full 10 days. You could buy a day pass within the weekend. Those are the three options. Yeah. Those are the Unless options. you want to buy a patron pass, but there aren't many. We're not doing VIPs this year because with the smaller venues, we want to keep, we want to give everyone a fair chance at whichever venue they go to. I've had a lot of film festivals where, you know, you just couldn't get in. I don't even bother trying. So we do have a few carryover VIPs from last year that we're going to honor, but we're not selling any, and we're trying to make sure everybody that wants to get a queue and get in the theater has a good shot at doing that. Yeah, Can you? so can you just talk a little bit about what that will look like? If someone has a pass for the day or the weekend, whatever that looks like, they're on the day, they're going to a show, they maybe have a list of a few shows that they want to go to. How do they actually go about getting into the venue getting their spot it'll be very much if you ever attended film festival it's going to be very similar to that where you know if there's a show you really want to see then you go ahead of time and you get in line uh if the line forms very long then we'll hand out cues so people don't have to wait that long hopefully and then you come back before doors open it's not a guaranteed seat it's just that it keeps your place in line until the doors open and then once the venues are full with whether it's a weekend or day pass holder if there's room then we will make tickets available just show tickets uh, at the door but i think with some of the more popular venues there probably won't be any or many of those Um, but we want to really encourage locals to come out and go to all the venues and there'll be varying prices you know like down at the elks you can go in for you know pretty affordably and it'll just depend on the show but the idea is to really just get the music fired up all over town and try to get locals and visitors all out there checking it out and drifting from venue to venue and I think it'll be good. Yeah. I did have a question from somebody I was chatting with earlier today and there was a couple times when there's going to be two performances at one venue in a night. If so looking looking at the schedule that yeah. we have up. So in theory as a hypothetical on Friday Citizen Cope is playing at the Sheridan mm-hmm. from 8 to 9.30. And Rival Sons after. I've had this question yes. a few times. If someone goes to Citizen Cope, 
can they just be like, I'm staying? No. Okay. It wouldn't be fair to let people go to the first show and fill the room and be like, okay, I'm in. Like, we have to clear the room between shows. That that's just like they would at a movie. Like, everyone has to have a fair chance. So it does mean it's complicated because if you're in the show, you can't be in line. But the reality is that's why we've booked most all of these bands with residencies where they're playing at least three nights, a lot of them. And so if you don't see them one night, hopefully you'll catch them the next night. But it's really the only way we could do it with the limited size venues that we have. And so that's what we're going to try. Yeah. So similar question, another scenario here. Where did we have it? Okay. In the next Thursday, July 8th, Big Something's playing at the Sheridan Opera House at 1030. Mm -hmm. The Jerry Joseph duo is playing at Whittier at 9 to 1030. Mm -hmm. So if somebody in theory wants to go to both shows really, really badly, that's going to be hard for them to queue for the later show if they're in the in the first one. Is that similar to as you're saying? Like, Yeah, it's going to be hard to see maybe every show in a given night. That's why I encourage people to come out for more than one night. But really, we also don't want these lines forming early and long. So we'll be posting, I think, about an hour before showtime if you want to form the line. But uh, And then as the line forms, we'll be handing out cues. And so there is a little bit of, uh, you know, you might have to leave a set early to, to go get in your line. It's not ideal, but um, with the venues and the schedule we have, it's kind of the only way to do it. Yeah, I imagine, and I don't know if this is part of your intention, but as you mentioned, like there are some of these really big heavy hitters that everybody knows, and then some smaller bands who are really amazing and wonderful, mm -hmm. but maybe they're not the band that people are going out specifically to see. But if you don't get into one, or you see one that you want, but you don't get both, then you'll walk across town and you'll catch something that you didn't really know, maybe, and it blows your mind. That's the hope, anyway. Yeah. Ah, that's, I mean, I, I think it is, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about, um, I mean, I will say, so 2019 was my first festival season here and, um, ride was the one where I was like, I don't know. I feel like rock is a little bit outside of like what I typically listen to. And it was, I, I shouldn't have been sleeping on it. It was such a fun festival. And part of what I really loved about it is having these lesser known bands who I had never heard heard of before and they just are amazing and it's not I mean I love rock and roll I always have when we started it I thought you know we have the greatest venue on earth and I love banjos and bluegrass as much as anyone and jazz and blues but I love my rock and roll and it maybe it's a diminishing genre but I do think there are people out there who really appreciate it and so we try to sort of celebrate that, but also with some diversity in the mix, you know, we've got some reggae coming with Jesse Royal. We've got Yola coming over to the uh, opera house who, I don't know what you call her genre, but it's not rock necessarily. And, and a few others. So, um, there's plenty of electric guitars, but it won't only be that. Um, speaking of, well, this is no, I didn't make a good transition there, but we're just going to go with it. Um, <laughs> You are generously going to be giving away some tickets this evening, and I think now might be a good time to give away the first um. So, so what is this going to look like? What tickets are folks getting? Well, I think we're just going to start at the top of the week and work our way down as we go through the hour here. Okay. But, you know, the opening weekend, this year it's kind of unique. We don't have a parade. We don't 
have any fireworks, but we do have live music all over town. And some of it you know and some of it you don't. But, um, you know, we like to see people come out uh, to all the venues. We, um, you know, we have Citizen Cope and Rival Sons at the Opera House that's going to be a pretty popular ticket. But there's some lesser-known lesser guys like... Um, I don't know if you have the Eric Gales, but we should break out some Eric Gales or Davey Knowles. These guys are, um, you know, you might not initially know them by name, but if you go down to the moon and check it out, um, I guarantee you'll walk away pretty surprised. So. Okay, so for this one, we're going to give away some... Let's just give away a pair of tickets to the opening day. That's July 2nd. That'll get you into all the venues July 2nd. We'll do a pair, and why don't you break out some Eric Gales, and we'll just take the first caller up here. All right. Let's. Perfect. Here we go. You're live on Kodo. Hello. Let me turn down my radio. (laughs) Always an important thing to do when talking on the radio. Yes. Who are we talking to? Uh, this is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how's it going, Todd? Good. Which Jeff is this? Jeff Crystal. Hey, Jeff Crystal. So, I was so torn by the fact that my girlfriend bought me a full pass, and she was like, I'm not going to be able to take off very much time from work. And we were, you know, trying to figure out how to make a couple nights work, so maybe it will now. Yeah, so bring, I'm gonna yeah, bring her, her out with you. Gets home and <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll hook you up with a couple tickets to the first day to go along with your pass, and um, you should go down well, to the I'm moon exactly, and check out your I'm deals. admitting I have the whole week pass already. <laughs> <laughs> well, give She's it to your girl or to some friends. So I won't, I won't be coming in on these, but she will. And then we'll have to be some other girlfriend, huh? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Amazing. Well, congratulations. And you can contact Todd. Yeah, after, you know how to reach me. After the show. I do. I found out where the ride lounge is yeah, now. We'll see you there. Yeah, I just found out a couple of days ago. The box right, office opens on Thursday at noon, so just come by. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's Bye. hear some more Eric Gales and Cody Wright. Thanks for calling in, Jeff. master Cody right there he's gonna be playing all over town and then Eric Gale's playing down at the moon um he's kind of my current day Jimmy dude throws down so try to make it to the moon on either Friday the second Saturday or Sunday night so you touched on this a little bit and and I am curious what and obviously you don't I'm sure you don't get a full say on uh, how these artists uh, perform their sets, but they are smaller venues on the whole. It's a different kind of just vibe. What are you hoping to see 
from these performances over the next two weeks, or I guess week and a half. Well, part of the objective is if you bring in and let people do residencies, they come, a lot of them bring in their families. It's like a working vacation for them. They relax. It's not just you play a gig, you're in the bus, you're down the road. So, and a lot of these guys know each other. They've seen each other on the road or they've played together before. And so one of the things I'm hoping for is just those spontaneous jams that happen with people like that. And we'll see a lot of that, I think, in the Ride Lounge. I'm intentionally put, kind of putting people in there and let them have their way, but I expect it'll be um, occurring all over town. You know, we got the Texas gentlemen come into the uh, transfer warehouse, and they're all session guys, and they've played with people for years, and so who knows what combination might arise. See. Are you thinking slash hoping there might be some collaborations between the spaces on folks' evenings off? Yeah, I think they will. I mean, it, it's just going to be, um, you know, this period where all these people are in town playing music, but also hanging out and going to shows. And I don't know. Like I said, it's a grand experiment. So we'll see. If you could see one mashup between two of the artists who are coming this year, who would you want to see? Well... Those two guys we just heard would be one duet for sure. Um, Jay Buchanan, who sings with Rival Sons, you know, he may, who knows what he might do. And there are others. You know, I don't really have any predetermined ideas. I just figure you bring all these talented people to town and give them a bunch of spaces to play in, and who knows what might happen. Yeah. Um, we have touched on it, and I do want to kind of bring it back up just so folks like really know that if they if someone has not bought a a pass to the weekend or the midweek or the whole or the whole thing um there is a shot that someone who's really determined to get into a single show that is a possibility i think yeah it's a very distinct possibility i mean take warren haynes for example he's playing over at the palm and uh you know, it's a pretty big room. When we did Beck in there, it was a free show, and pretty much everybody got in that wanted to go. So um, it'll depend on the venue. The Opera House probably will be a little, little more tricky, but that's why we're offering day passes for people that you know can't go a whole weekend, but they like to go for the day. And then we'll do some show tickets at the venue. It'll just depend on the venue as to whether or not you get in. Yeah. Cool. Um, there's also going to be a... Koto happy hour type event that's going to be happening there is, yes. during ride. What's that going to look like? Well, we love our Koto, <laughs> so we want to kind of do a, a fundraiser slash music celebration in the middle of the week. So we're going to do that Thursday night at the Ride Lounge uh, starting at 7.30. And it'll just be some free entertainment. It'll be probably some free beer, lots of uh, cool people, and open doors, really. Uh, that that'll be open to anyone pass holder or not just come on by celebrate local radio throw them a couple bucks if you want uh we'll be doing some discounted tickets for that second weekend at the event and all kinds of fun stuff you know cutter related like sort of like the old days the uh, name that tune era i love it is there do we have any like sneak peeks on music that folks might be able to hear that night uh well i know that one of the artists is going to be uh, actually a local guy um who's ref who calls himself boxcar william smethurst too many people know and um there will be others but yet to be disclosed so you have to stay on the edge of your seats <laughs> <laughs> show up and you'll find out yeah. um 
what let's let's play a, a little bit more music maybe a, a full song this time okay. is there um someone who is maybe a little bit lesser known one of those bands that folks might not know right off the bat who you are really looking forward to getting to see perform this year well probably i'd play yola just because you know she's up and coming but no one really uh is that familiar and that uh do you have some Yola there? Yeah, we can. Well, we let's, have some. Let's pull her up. She's got some new material that's pretty awesome. Like, stand for myself. Try that one. Perfect. Yeah, check out Yola. She'll be at the transfer warehouse for a couple nights. Yeah. 
That was Stand for Myself by Yola, who will be here for the Ride Fest coming up in just a few days. You, she's from England. I didn't know that. She's British, yes. And she specifically requested the transfer warehouse because she likes the open air vibe in the room. Oh, very. Did you have that very often that folks were, I mean, you mentioned that trying to match the vibe, everyone wants to play the opera house. There are plenty of people the opera house yeah. just because it's kind of legendary. But um, yeah, they liked the feel of that room. Yeah. The warehouse, not, mm-hmm. not a bad spot either. I mean, they're all great locations. That was something um, Heidi downstairs and I, we were talking about that this, this morning. I mean, kind of as you were saying, like, you have the bands that you want to go see, but then I don't know. I'm kind of like drawn to the to the venues of like, let's go see that band that I've never heard of at the Elks Lodge because that seems like it could be a really fun Something experience right? to have that I haven't done before. Well, that's the idea. We have this amazing valley, and all the venues are so close together, and they each have their own personality, you know. And then you put the right band in there, and it's kind of a different experience every night. Yeah. So what has it been like? I mean, obviously you've been doing the Ride Festival for a number of years now and ten years now. Yeah. It's it's I mean a decade. Congratulations. <laughs> We're just calling it nine since we skipped one. <laughs> um but I mean, how has it been different putting together this festival compared to being in the park, which you kinda of have dialed by this point and then completely flipping the script and saying, Okay, starting something completely new at least for this year how's it been it's been interesting and challenging but also fun you know i mean that we love the park it's the most amazing venue on earth i think but it just wasn't realistic this year so but the one thing that was unique this year unlike all other years is no one else is really booking bands in early july so for the first time ever since i've been doing this i felt like the pretty girl at the dance, you know, instead of the one who's begging people to travel to this out of the way Valley in Southwest Colorado, they're all like, Oh, you're, you're making offers. Could you bring so-and-so too? like, so it's kind of, we're on this threshold of people going back to work and which I think is a very exciting time because they're going to come out fresh. They've been pent up. They've been making music. They've been dying to play live. And now we're just going to turn them loose. So, um, you know, the logistics are always tricky, particularly lodging until you're out 4th of July weekend. Like, wow, it's, uh, there's no sponsors anymore. Nobody's sharing the love, but that's just part of it. You know, summertime until you're out busy for everyone and everybody's working hard. Everybody's grinding away. And so we really do want to be very inclusive of the locals and people that, you know, they can't maybe afford it or can't go three days but they want to go out and catch a show and you'll be able to you may not get in every venue but if you show up you'll get into quite a few of them you mentioned being the pretty girl at the dance is there a specific not asking you to you know pick your favorite or like pick your children um but is there a a band or an artist that you just feel like yes we got them this year that you were like super pumped about for me rival sons we've had them before but those guys have gotten really big particularly in europe like over there they're the biggest thing going and a lot of times in july Europe is a popular place to go the venues are close together the money's good and so I've learned it's really challenging to get a lot of bands in July because that's their window. They're traveling in Europe, which was the case uh, with these, you know, with Rival Sons. It was the case with Pearl Jam when they came, except there was the bombing over there, so the little window opened up. Um, but Midsummer is popular in Europe, so we're, we're stoked to have them. And, you know, Warren Haynes is generally touring with 
government mule. So to catch him solo, particularly at the Palm, I think is, uh, I've been trying for years to get that. So I think it's going to be a treat for whoever shows up. Yeah. Um, speaking of people who are able to show up, we're going to give away some more tickets. Yeah, let's do that. That was a better segue than the last I love one. It. Yeah, that was smooth. <laughs> Um, well, um, you know, what are we going to give? So another one, of course, Citizen Cope, who um, hasn't been doing a lot of touring lately, but is always great live. And to have him in the opera house is a special treat. And so, you know, we thought if we got him for three nights, everybody will get a chance, hopefully, to see him. And so why don't we... We're going to do a, a Name That Tune. So Are we this name that tune? Yeah, let's do a name that tune. So this is Citizen Cope. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to know the name of that tune, but well, we can they, try it. Well, they can shazam it. That was just a spoiler <laughs> alert. He <laughs> does say, say it a lot. So, yeah, let's give away another pair of uh, Friday tickets for this Friday. All right, and first July person 2nd, who first, can... Name that Cope tune. so pure your heart is full of all I ever need yeah, I can't take it I can't speak so I just sit here and stare live on the air. Oh, hi. Is that more than it seems by Citizen Cope? Indeed it is. Yeah. You're the winner. Awesome. Well done. This is Robin Watkinson, so thanks for the oh, show. Oh, hey, awesome. Robin Watkinson. Hello. Anyone I'd rather give a pair of tickets to. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I bet you're working too, aren't you? I am. I, I am. So we're all enjoying the show here at the office. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, hardest working girl in Telluride. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're all good for Friday night. Thanks, Robin. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. All right, we're going to keep letting this one play through. But congratulations, Robin. You've done well. My adora, say I don't know you. Your heart is 
and roll <laughs> that was rose hill drive with sneak out um and todd you mentioned that you've brought these guys out of retirement several times a couple times i yeah. was really actually confused a little bit when i saw um rose hill drive on the lineup for this year because i remember again seeing them in 19 and then saying that oh yeah this is kind of like a reunion tour or a reunion concert we're not actually playing together anymore and so when I saw them again this year, I was like, wait, they didn't come out they do special this last year? <laughs> well, they like Telluride, and they've, you know, it's once you have that in your veins, I think it's hard to give it up. So I encourage them to come down, and they make kind of a family affair out of it. And they came, the last time they came, they did a, a pure set of nothing but Zeppelin and just crushed it. It was so good. They had the guitar player on the stage with them from Jason Isbell doing duets and just, you know, ripping it. What what so, is it about them that you like that you keep trying they're just to bring so them authentic? Out? You know, to me that it's a true power trio. The guitar player's off the hook, and he's as good as anyone out there. And they're blood. You know, they're literally brothers and cousins. So they um, they lock in, and it's a sight to behold. <laughs> yeah, um, you you've kind of touched on it, but when you're thinking about. Um, cultivating your lineup of folks who you want to kind of as a promoter as you're thinking of the bands and artists that you want to bring out each year how what are you trying to to think about when you're picking picking the folks well it's tricky because particularly in the park you know you have to bring a band that will draw enough crowd to justify setting up the park and fill the campground and 
the thing I've learned is a lot of that is, you know, jam bands like Panic and Fish and Dead. Like those guys will, they'll draw anywhere. But rock bands, maybe not so much. I mean, um, but also the thing that I love the most is finding the, the bands that are on their trajectory or maybe you haven't heard of them. And that's kind of the funnest part. So that's one of the things I really love about this year is just being able to kind of focus on that. And we've had artists roll through that, you know, a year or two later, like our second year we had the Lumineers, they were 10 grand and then they just blew up. And we've had, you know, a couple of years ago we had Tyler Childers and he just went through, went off the hook and you never know which one is going to do it. It's kind of a personal taste thing, I guess. But, um, I don't know. I feel like you can feel and sense raw talent when you see it, but everyone has their own opinion. It's like art. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. What made you 10 years ago decide, hey, rock festival, let's do that here? Well, I've been kind of had this idea of, you know, I've been spinning tunes at, here at Kota since 88, and I always, I mean, I love our venue, but I always wanted this. There have been rock bands over the years, and Craig's brought rock bands with bluegrass and mixed up, and certainly Gummy's bought, brought plenty of amazing rock bands to Blues and Brews. And, um, <clears throat> but it just coincided with that big bike race that was coming through town, and the mayor at the time and the council wanted to have music to sort of keep people around, and so they approached me, and I said, sure, if I can do it again. And that's kind of what started it, really. So. It's all because of a bike race. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And a dream. Yeah. What drew you, I mean, way back when, as Todd Creel, the child, what drew you to rock music in the first place? I suppose it's what you grow up with, you know. I, I'm sure that's a large part of it, but that was just, you know, that was my upbringing. The Beatles and Stones and Zeppelin and... You know all the rest and i've always just had a particular affinity for electric guitar well played turned up loud <laughs> so and just that you know the whole thing that goes along with rock and roll i just it's a personal love yeah is there some but is there a band that if you could like pipe dream band well to sure bring? <laughs> i mean we had when pearl jam came that was a dream for me and probably a rare one-time thing and there are others, but, you know, a lot of the uh, amazing, iconic rock bands are aging. I mean, we're not going to probably get the Stones here or, you never know, say never. Dire Straits. <laughs> or, you never know, like Springsteen. I mean, there's a list there of people that I think we'd all love to see. But, uh, you know, in the touring world, a lot of those iconic people are in such high demand that we're just a little remote and not quite big enough for most of them. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But never say never, like you said. <laughs> it could happen. You heard it first here. Um, well, we have about nine more minutes. Mm-hmm. Todd, how do you think we should spend this time? Should we give them way more tickets? Should yeah. we play more music? Should Whatever we chat you want. Some more? You're, the, you're the chief, <laughs> but we can give away some more tickets. Really helping people come out this weekend. Um, you know, the 4th of July is not our traditional weekend. <clears throat> the people who have been coming for years, they already have their camping and their passes and everything for the closing weekend so this is kind of a local's chance to get out and check it out so i guess we could give away a couple more tickets however you want all right for this weekend let's go okay i know what i'm gonna i feel like this is probably a pretty obvious one okay so this song i noticed two things about this song so 
Hint. We're going to ask you to name the band is what we're going to do. Okay. It's going to be easy for folks. <laughs> um, but this band, Hint, was here in 2019 as well. And then when we did the kind of like the mini Kodo ride fest last summer, mm-hmm. a set from these guys played that as oh. well. Mm-hmm. And they gave a shout out to Kodo during their set. And they kind of like dedicated a song to Kodo in that set. And it was nice. this song. And then in 19, um, Jamie Catchpole built a Kodocaster and they played it on stage. Oh, yeah. And this was the song they played for that as well. So now in my mind, this song is very tied to Kodo. So Um, let's name that band. So name that band. Tickets to July 2nd. Here we go. Let's check it out. Kodo. Yeah, is that big something? It is indeed. That's big oh, something. Awesome. Did you right did you on. have to Google it? Did you know it off the top of your head? No, I, I heard him. Yeah, it was good. All right, who are we talking to? Uh, this is Mark Plant. Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Great, great. Well, congratulations on getting some tickets to Ride Fest this weekend, and you can. Check in with Todd after the show to get those tickets. Okay. Hey, yeah, you got cool. my number. All right. Good talking, man. Mark. See ya. Bye.
made and big something out. I was saying, I feel like they're kind of are the, they're not from here. They're from far from here, but they kind of feel like a local band for some reason they in do. my brain. Yeah, they make it kind of a, we've made it a regular event because they're a crowd favorite and they're great live performers. Seem so, like good guys too. Yeah, yeah they are. Good Indeed. people. They love what they're doing. Um, so we only have about three minutes left. Not a whole lot of time, but... Todd, I want to thank you for coming on this evening and talking thank Ride you. Fest. Um, before we go, probably a hard question, but what is one moment that in your mind's eye you are just very, very much looking forward to for Ride Fest for the whole festival this year? You know, I don't think I really know. I think it'll be the one you weren't expecting. You know, I don't really, I don't think you can plan for that. It's never worked that way for me before. It's just, it's a spontaneous thing, music. So it'll just happen. Could be this weekend, could be midweek. I don't really know, but um, hopefully there'll be more than one. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. Amazing. All right. We are going to go out on, who are we going out on music wise? Um, Well, one of the ladies that we love, we've had over the years, is Joan Osborne. She came with a band uh, called Trigger Hippie one year with Steve Gorman from Black Crows and Jackie Green, and they tore it up. You know, she's, but um, yeah, she's just a personal favorite. She's going to be playing at the Opera House a couple nights, so maybe we should just give away uh, another pair of tickets on the way out the door. Perfect. Let's do it. So let's see. She's playing on the. Uh, Let's say the 6th, I guess, of July mm-hmm. uh, over at the Opera House. Uh, we're not really doing show tickets, but we can give away a Tuesday ticket. Uh, or let's give away a pair. And somebody got Tuesday night and have a good time. Perfect. And we'll play one of hers to close. And thanks for We already have somebody chatting. calling. <laughs> Should we bring them up? We'll bring them up quick. <laughs> Hi, you're live on Kodo. Hi, uh, did I get the ticket? Sure. Yeah. 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 First caller, you made it. We didn't even get the music on yet. Awesome. I'm looking so much forward to ride this year. This is uh, Brett Newman. Cool, Brett. Well, thanks for listening and calling in. Um, I appreciate. It. Yeah, you you can just uh, come by the box office at the Ride Lounge, and we'll take care of you. Too. That's for Tuesday, uh, July sixth. Thanks for calling in, I and congratulations. It. Thank you for keeping the music going this year. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. And you said the box office opens. That's an important thing for folks to know. It's going to be right in front of the old Roma building, the Woodier and the Ride Lounge, uh, each day at noon till about 5. And then we'll move it inside for later shows. But um, come by, say hello, check out the venue, buy our friend a ticket. (laughs) Perfect. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to KOTO Telluride this evening. This is Off the Record. We'll be back next week with more. We've been talking with Todd Creel of The Ride Festival, and we're going to go out with some Joan Osborne. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody is a star Who can rain and chase the dust away Everybody wants to shine
Circle. 